When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Join the conversation. Call 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Azito. All day, every day. Down the sideline. The Bulldogs are away. And Avarillo is going to go pretty much the length of the field after Kira started it. How about that? Cook looked right and goes to Murray and there. There's that crack combination. The two Origin stars, Cook to Murray, and Souths are on the board. Beautiful ball by Cook, a long pass to Murray, and then Walker and Jacob Host punches through. The Latrell's backing up, and he celebrates his 150th with a try. Marnie across in cover, Graham with the pass, a juggle by Walker, and a recollect, and the Trell's going to go back to back. Townsend, Dearden, cut out. Of drink water. Holmes squeezes his way through and gets there. Big last 10 minutes coming up. Have you Ifino to seal it? The Dolphins come to Townsville. Fins up, baby. They're taking the points home. Uh, the long weekend. We welcome you to Crunch Time, brought to you by Zito Powering. DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. And before you dig, don't dig blind. Search before you dig online. Every time you make the show, remember, one 300 01-1170 is a way to do that. 0457-736-736. The text line, you probably know that. Throw that in your dog and bone. We welcome our listeners, however you're tuning in. 1170 in Sydney, 693 Queensland, 1620 the Gold Coast. Those on the app, those on the podcast, our resident FIFO worker or FIFO worker, the fly-in, fly-outer, our man, the 2003 grand final hero, Scotty Sutler. Good <laughs> afternoon. Hello, Sugar. Uh, AP, uh, Alex Cecile, also the listeners. I love this weekend, the rugby league. Outstanding. I love the 4 o'clock Friday afternoon yeah, game, great. South versus the Bulldogs. Good crowd out there too. Outstanding. But unfortunately, Josh had a car injured, which is a, which is a shame. But uh, I've got to say, the Masters, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. I just love it. After watching, I've always loved watching golf anyway, the PGA. But after watching the, the documentary on Netflix, Full Swing, and getting – the personalities behind the players. I'm just I'm watching it from a completely different view. Jim Nance, the commentator. Yeah. What what a caller. Uh, now this guy, not once, twice, ladies and gentlemen, Walkley Award winner, the City Morning Herald chief rugby league reporter Adrian Brzezenko. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joel, and to everyone else. I barely recognised you. You're emaciated after your uh, <laughs> 72 uh, hour fast. Okay, was... googling emaciated. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you know, listener. I'll let you know the answer. Uh, no, I'll tell you what. It was difficult, very, very difficult. Uh, three days, I almost crumbled. So, wow. on the last day, the second day is the hardest. You wake up on the third day, and you're pretty right. The second day is the hardest, and it was about two o'clock. I was in Pitt Street Mall and I went down to the food court and I said to myself, well, surely most of the damage, and he talks about ketosis, happens when you're asleep. And I've had three nights, now what have I had? I've had Sunday, Monday, yeah, three nights sleep on nothing. Anyway, I thought, what's it going to matter? You know, if I have something now versus later, what's it really going to matter? And then a little voice in my head said, don't be weak. 
Get your ass back up those stairs away from the food court. So I did that. Wow. And um, But we made it. We absolutely made it. But how's your week been? Yeah, very good. Uh, enjoy the footy to date. Um, I'm going to have a long weekend. I'm going to go out and watch Panthers Manly, and then uh, we'll head out to Nelson Bay for a, a couple of days oh, with right the family. Eh? So just a little freshen up sort of uh, mid-season, which will be lovely. I was there last week. Oh, wow. Great place. Uh, I'm going to show you something, boys, relating to to the three days fasting, right? Mm. So because I've put on a little bit of weight, the snoring's increased, which is what happens for middle-aged men like ourselves. Okay, yeah. And speak for yourself, yep. Right, okay, yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> mm. So to give you an idea, boys, I know this is not great for radio, but it shows you your sleeping pattern. Yep. And the higher the score, the worse. So the lower the score, the better. So I'm hovering around 67 for the listeners. And this is out of 100, obviously. 73. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think it's out of 150. 51, 72, 78. So around probably a pass score of about 70. Yep. Yep. 28. Is that during the fast? Dur- that... During the fast, 28. As in you're not sleeping as well? Or you're no, sleeping? like sleeping. Like Terribly. Look, Terribly. Heaps, heaps better. Oh, better. better. Yeah, like the lower the better. That's right? because so, you're comatose. Because you've... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but look, 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 look at all that, and then it drops plummets to that, right? Yeah. Wow. And I, I've got a theory. I just reckon there's so much junk in the food we eat these days, mm. and I've cleansed myself of any allergies, and I'm, I'm made of Ikea. You know, I'm just, you know, I get... I'm allergic to any, everything, and I reckon all of that out of my body mm. has allowed me to not snore and to sleep. I reckon that played a major part. Or, well, is, or is there another explanation? No, what, I think what, you've nailed something there. Yeah. yeah. What were you craving most? So, so like, say you're in, you know, hour 60 yeah. and you're hungry and you're famished and, and your mind starts to wander and... Yeah. And what are you thinking about? Is it a Krispy Kreme donut? No. Do you want a steak? Do you want a, what? What is it? I was craving what we I took the boys to have this morning. Just around the corner from us, it does this awesome brekkie plate. So the brekkie plate is this old tin sort of uh, plate. Mm. Two bits of sourdough toast, butter on the side, chopped up avocado, bacon, fried egg, two thin slashes of... Um, Halloumi? Halloumi. Oh. Halloumi. Oh. That's, what, that's what the cheese said to itself in the mirror. Halloumi. <laughs> and uh, there's a little hashy there if you want it. I generally don't have it, but uh, that, that's what I was craving. You'd need another 72-hour fast after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, you build your own sandwich. So you put a little bit of butter on, put the avocado on, yeah. plonk the bacon on the bottom, put the Halloumi on top of the bacon, <laughs> egg on top, oh, oh, wow. fried tomato too. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, listener, uh, you make the program, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Day two of Autumn Championships. It's a massive day. Animo taking on Dubai Honor. This Not is the favourite either. Dubai Honor's the favourite. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Spoke to the trader uh, at Sportsbet, chief trader there, Emac, and he said, mate, honestly, if Dubai Honor brings its Ranvit Stakes form, which was only the other week, he said, Animo won't know which way to look. Wow. I said, I said, Emac, I said, mate, that's very un-Australian. He said, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm Irish. So <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't give a rats. Uh, so he's calling to buy on her absolute moral, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, what's been happening, Sats? Um, plenty. A uh, couple of things. One, oh, I went and saw a really good movie yesterday. The listeners haven't seen it. Sugar, I know you saw it last night. I'm going to get to that. Yeah. But also it's the end of an era at the Masters as well. Oh, well, I'm just watching some of the highlights. a certain tree? Or? No, no. no. Um, <laughs> do you know what the non-competitive marker is? So Jeff Knox. Since about 2001, 2002, he is the non-competitive marker. So if there is an odd number when the cut goes through after two days, he makes up the extra number and just plays with, plays with that player that's by himself. You're kidding. He holds a course record of 61. 
Are you serious? Yeah, wow. he's non-competitive. Mark. Can't win the green jacket. So, but, so he, can he make the cut? No, he no. just he takes over from the cut day if there's an odd number. And oh, sorry, from cut day. Yeah, so day three. If there's oh, an odd he doesn't number, play one and two. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes, I got you now. So yeah. because there's ties, if there's an odd number, he just slides in. So he's retired from that role. Has he? Jeff Knox. Wow. Yeah. So he won't appear on any leaderboard or anything no. like that. No. Oh, wow. But he, hold, he holds the course record. Does he? Yeah. That's a great yarn. Mm. They're, they're very traditional, aren't they, about the way they go about things and, you know, the, the winner getting to decide what their dinner is and yeah, all great. those sorts of things. And yeah. yeah like, so one of my colleagues is over there at the moment, Adam Pengilly. And, like, if it's you're a golf nut, if you're a golf nut, yep. That's the place you want to be. Yeah. And, and just, just little things like, like, for instance, you know, we talk about how the price of uh, footy food, et cetera, um, is when you go out and how exorbitant it can be. And apparently, like, you can get an, you know, egg and cheese sandwich or whatever else for, like, you know, two bucks. Yeah, that's and, it. Like, it's and really... You, and if you're on the course and you're a a part of the public, yep. a viewer, and you find a significant weed, you take it to this this person who's up at the near the clubhouse where the public is... <laughs> You hand that weed in, they give you money for it. I know. Or wow. food or drink or whatever it may be. And Fletch was saying too during the week, there's nothing doing at Augusta. Mm. Where it's played, oh, it's barren. There's nothing the doing at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? So uh, yesterday, sitting at home uh, with the wife, what do you want to do? Nothing's open. I want to do something. Movies are open. Mm. What's on? The new Air movie, which is about Nike. Now, I thought it was Nike, but Nike. You giving it a clap? Yeah. So give me your IMDb. I'm an IMDb man. I don't know whether you're a Rotten Tomato. No, man. I'm Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Out rotten of 10, tomatoes. what are you giving it? I'm giving it a 9.5. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just go with the audience. So the audience um, the audience score is 98%. Yep. I don't give a rat's what the critics say. Mm. They're all fluffy, lardy la types looking at all the cinematography and all that sort of garbage. <laughs> the real rock solids, though, I'll look on the right-hand side, 98%. Yeah, wow. it is amazing. It, I didn't realise the story is what it is. Yep. Yeah, set back in the eighties, of course, when, when, arguably one of the greatest college top five are coming, top six are coming through into the draft, and Jordan's part of that, obviously. But um, just how Nike went from—I didn't realise they were number three. Yeah. To get to number one, and mm. and the decisions they had to make, and the risk they had to take. And the sliding doors of it all. How oh. easily it could have gone the other way. Converse. Uh, sorry, Adidas was yep. the one he was after. Yeah. Have you ever heard the name Sonny Vaccaro? No. Well, he's the star of the show, isn't he? Mm, Matt Damon. Yeah. Give us your daily endpoint sets. Uh, one point. I'm going to go to uh, Phil Knight. Yeah. The CEO of yeah, yeah, Nike. Yeah. And famous yeah. still today for the LeBron shot. And he's young. Ben Affleck. Does, doesn't have a camera. Yep. yep. So he's Ben Affleck. Yep. And he directs it as well, Ben Affleck. Um, two points. Michael Jordan's mum, Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's rock solid. Yeah, she's like, good. If she should be a player manager. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Sonny Vaccaro is just, yeah, he's three yeah. points. He's yeah. the Dalian medal winner. So, there's Oscar buzz about this, isn't there? Oh, yeah. yeah. No one will mention Jason Bateman. No, nah, he was good. He was good. He was, it's moved into my top five movies of all time. Wow. It's, 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 it's dropped, it's pushed Pulp Fiction to six. Has it? Wow. Yeah. Poor yeah. Pulp Fiction. How, how about Jason Bateman? Hasn't he sort of reinvented himself over the last like five or six years? Yeah. The rest like, of the development. Then, and, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's right. He's got a big podcast called... Smartless. 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 What's With the Will, Will, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Yeah. Will Arnett. Yeah. Um, there you go. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say here on Crunch Time. Massive day. Uh, we've got plenty of footy to talk about. Well, let's kick into this, boys. Uh, the Bulldogs took on the Rabbit. I'll tell you a quick story. 
So my daughter, Miller, and, and I'll tell you what, right, this is the part that the NRLW has played. My daughter, Miller, had no interest in rugby league whatsoever. And when NRLW kicked off, she took a shining to it. And I reckon this is why the game, partly why the game's flying so much and getting these crowds, et cetera, is because we're now seeing a lag effect of this. So she's loved the NRLW and then has a day off and being yesterday. And she said, oh, Dad, can I get tickets to, three tickets to the um, Bunnies taking on the Rabbitohs? And just in my head, Bulldogs, for some yeah. reason, sorry, yeah, mm-hmm. Bunnies taking on the Bulldogs. And in my head, in holiday mode, I sort of just, for whatever reason, just had Monday in my head. I said, yeah, no worries, darling. I'll, I'll try and find out, sort out something for you. And then she goes, Dad, about two hours later, have you got the tickets? I said, darling, I'll, I'll have it sorted. Don't worry. She goes, well, we're leaving in an hour. I said, what do you mean you're leaving in an hour? She goes, well, we're going out to Homebush. And then a penny dropped. I thought, of course, it, she's going out to the game. So I got in contact with Lukey Goodwin, who's mm-hmm. at Canterbury. I said, Lukey, mate, sorry for late notice. He said, mate, geez, you're good midday on a game day. <laughs> <laughs> and... So he goes, mate, honestly, he said, all I've got, how much does, how many does your daughter want? I said, she wants three, her and two girlfriends are going to get on the train. So leaving sort of Cronulla way on a train all the way to home, bush and back, this wouldn't have happened without, in my opinion, NRLW. So she gets out. I said, darling, listen, Lukey Goodwin has sorted these tickets out. Now these three tickets are going to be left at this gate for you under your name. And these three tickets are actually for the player's wife's suite, you know, so you're not to go there but you can use the tickets to get in and just go and find an empty seat and sit there. She rings me up laughing after the game. I said, don't go. She goes, Dad, you wouldn't believe this. You wouldn't believe it. I said, what happened? She's laughing. The girlfriend's laughing in the back. She goes, well, here we are in the player's wife suite, right? <laughs> serious? Oh, that's what she's saying. And then she goes, so I'm chatting to this young, friendly girl, and she said, oh, what are you girls doing? I haven't seen you girls before. And, you know, and Miller goes, oh, yeah, um, and her mind scrambling, she said, she said, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah Jacob Kiraz is my uh, boyfriend and I'm, I'm here with him. She goes, oh, I'm Jacob Kiraz's girlfriend. <laughs> yes. And then she said, Dad, I had to come clean. Did she and, say, no, I'm just the mistress? <laughs> so that's what she said. Oh. But she is she is full of a lot of pranks. But um, wow. that, that's how that played out. Oh. She's uh, a chip off the old block, isn't she? <laughs> Wheeler and dealer. Wow. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, wow. But don't poke the bear, boys. I just had a feeling. I had a feeling. Game 150. Yep. Everyone was saying he's been too quiet, not involved. Mm. Apparently, Sammy Burgess has got stuck into him about, boy, we need you involved. Latrell Mitchell has a blinder. You know, the best part about him is, he, you know, the first couple of tries were were basically just in support play. But the yep. good part about it was he was on the ball. Yeah. He was there to actually be a support player. And that's, I think, what a lot of the criticism has been about. Not from me, from a lot of other people, because I think he's a little bit like GI. He just warms into the season. Yep. And then come origin time and post-origin, he just he cranks it into fifth gear. Yep. And you've got to be willing to go with him. He's going to redline it all the way through. Yep. So to see him on the ball so often as what he was, hanging around Damien Cook, who I thought was one of the best on the field. Yep. Like, Yeah, he was, he was outstanding. How would Campbell Graham be feeling this morning? So basically... He's got that right at towards the end of the game where Charles closing in on the, the biggest point scoring record of all time for a Rabbitohs player in an NRL match. Younger needs one more try. Graham is away down the left, the, the right right side of the field. Drops the ball he had, Latrell inside of him. All he had to do was pass it back in and he's under the sticks and, and he scores a record. 
And you could just see that sheepish look as he's just looked over at Latrell and Latrell's laughed and shook his head. <laughs> can, I, can I say, um, two weeks ago when we were down for Manly and, and, and Dad, um, we're in the dressing sheds after the game. And, you know, every team's got an alpha male. Mm. Yeah, they're just yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. waiting for that one alpha male. You know, and we're not going to do anything until that one person's yep. in the room. So there's a lot of people in the dressing sheds, and um, everyone's sitting there waiting to sing the song. And all the players are arm in arm in a circle like they are. And Mark Ellison, the general manager of footy, former player, he starts the song. And anyway, they're all saying, "They're all saying, where's Latrell? Yeah. Where's Latrell? Because Latrell wasn't in the room, they wouldn't dare start it. So they all sat there and they waited. They waited." He walked into the room, all six foot four of him, and that you know that massive strut that he's got, and all the oxygen just got sucked out of the room. Mm-hmm. It was just, just the like, presence, just the presence of him. I'm getting goosebumps thinking yeah. about now. He mm-hmm. walked in, he just, and as he walked through all the fans and everyone that were in the room, they all parted like the Red Sea, and he just walked through the middle, and he stood there and he's next to his locker, and then Mark Ellison said, "Right out, let's go." It was, it's just the alpha male in him. You know he's 25. I know it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. It's you, know, you talk about these guys like Payne Huss is twenty three and oh. it's but you know the way that he stamped his way on the game yesterday, you know it's now we're expecting that every week mm. and you expect that from your big your big players but just the effect he has on that on that team off the field as well. Sats, you make a point, and Latrell Mitchell is not that type of player. He, he's not. He's probably never going to win a Dally M. That that's not his go charging eight out of 10 games for 30 weeks. That, mm. That's not really him, is it? No. You know, but but when it comes, if you can get eight blockbusters out of him and three or four of them at finals time, well, that's what you're paying the big bucks for. He's not yep. James Tedesco who's going to churn out 25 carries a week for you. That's just not his personality. That's not him. Yep. But also the bigger the moment, the more he rises to the occasion. He loves the big stage. Yep. And and you'll see that in coming weeks. Yeah, you know, we're starting to get close to Origin, but that'll be a, per, a a perfect case in point where he will rise and play his best football. Think about this, folks. Too the next time you sort of answer or criticising Latrell Mitchell, just think about any twenty five year olds. You know, it's a young, 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 young age. The brain's not even fully developed mm. in the male brain at twenty five. Um, so there you go. There. Uh, speaking about points, do you remember when Canberra did a job on? the Penrith Panthers, I think it was 2008. Sonny Bill Williams was either just about to leave, might have even been that day, uh, leave the rugby league with nobody knowing. Mm. It was around that time. Cam Pizzi had scored four or five tries. Yeah, yeah. And he was going to break Mal Meninga's record. He'd scored 38 points. Or he was 30. He's either two points behind him or 11 with him. I think he was just behind. Just behind. And, yeah, because Mal did that against – he did that against the Roosters back in the – I think it was like 90, 93 or 92. Yeah, that's right. It was at at Seaford Oval. Yeah. Uh, That's exactly right. 38 points. And he gave the kick away, the last kick, (laughs) to the halfback. Do you reckon you can pick his name? I'm guessing it was Herbert. It was Herbert. But it was a kick right in front. Wow. Mm-hmm. Terry Campisi scores his fourth or fifth try and didn't even – had no idea about this record that was up for grabs and gave the kick away. But it's 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 like Mark Taylor on – I was trying what to was think it? Who, yeah. which cricketer it was, yeah. Yeah, like was it in Pakistan where he's on like 330-odd yeah. or whatever else? Drew level with the great Don and just said, that'll do well to Clare boys. That was mm. class. And, and you know what? Better known for that. Yep. Since players Hayden has gone past him and Michael yep. Clark have gone past him, but better known for doing that. Yep. Isn't he? Mm. Uh, I'm just going to look up Terry Campisi, by the way, uh, listener, as Brian likes to call you. one 300 one 
Short turnaround. Any, any view on that? Uh, the Bulldogs disadvantaged having lost. Cowboys disadvantaged having lost. Well, it's easy to say that it plays a huge part in your recovery. I mean, I think it only plays a huge part in your recovery if you let it dominate your mindset. Yeah. Um, Phil Gould had a lot to say publicly about it. Todd Payton had nothing to say about it because he doesn't want to make it part of the narrative. Yep. Everyone, it's swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Yeah. You have, everyone's going to get their go at a four or five-day recovery. And it's not really a five-day recovery because your week starts on Monday when you start doing your rehab the next mm. morning and and you know, your light session starts and then Tuesday they start to ramp it up a little bit. You only probably get to train one and a half sessions, maybe two throughout the week. But everyone's going to get that opportunity. Yep. To face that. The, the bigger issue is probably the emotional letdown from the week before where they yeah. had that golden point victory with Matt Burden. We probably saw it a little bit with South the previous week where after all of the, the stuff with yeah. your, your dad, like they were just so up emotionally from all of that that it's not that surprising that there was a little bit of a come down. You actually, and I don't know whether, you're, whether you felt the same way, Sugar, but you actually recover a lot easier when you win for some mm. reason. Yeah, the bumps sure. and bruises don't feel as bad as what they are. If you let, if you let it... If it let it consume you, you will start feeling as though you got to kick stones that we've only got a five day yep. recovery, and and that just eats into your week. And on the flip side of that, I reckon if you're coming off a loss, you can't play your next game quick enough. Like mm. you want to get oh. out there and correct whatever went wrong and, and set the record straight. So that's when you almost want a five day turnaround. Hey boys, uh, just before I ask you this next question, we'll take a break shortly. But uh, Raiders seventy four, yeah, defeated the Panthers 12, wow. 74 12. They were very consistent because halftime they had scored 38. Did that again in the second half. Terry Campuzzi, four tries, 10 from 12. Mark Herbert, one from Mark one. Mark Herbert. Wow. Yeah. Mark Herbert, one from one. So what does that gave him? Yes, yeah, so he must have scored 36 and he had a chance to level wow. uh, Mal Meninga. He's since had a career in politics, Terry Campuzzi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very brief. So <laughs> dug out a few old photos and he went, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> That's not a sport. You you want to be very confident you've had a squeaky clean life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Coming down on the plane, yeah. I was just – I had about half an hour to waste after I'd watched my, the show I was watching and and I started watching The Campaign with Zach Galifianakis and oh, yeah, Will yeah, Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. And Zach Galifianakis is at the – you know, because he's such a such a nerd. You know, yeah. he's sitting at the, the family table. He says, Rodeo – now let's get everything out on the table. I'm not going to get cranky. We're going to be in the press spotlight, you know, so we need to be honest with each other. I'm not going to get cranky. <laughs> <laughs> and the sons start start confessing this stuff. And one of the sons says, I shaved all the all the hair off the dog and put it on my <laughs> – to make me look like a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the crunch time. We've got Scotty Satlade and Prezenko. I'm Joel Kane, and you, the listener, we're going to get into that as well. And by the way, throughout the day, keep sending in – your tips today for the uh, Let It Ride in the chair. Uh, Maestro, have you settled on the races you want to participate in? Yeah, so we're going the three group ones while we're on air down in Sydney with Let It Ride. So that's races seven, eight, and nine in Sydney. Seven, eight, and nine. And then we need six, seven, and eight at Doombin this afternoon. Again, they're racing out at Sandown down in Victoria. So we'll keep it up in Queensland today. Okay, all right. No problem there. Uh, no problem at all. This is Crunch Time. We're breaking back with more.